Hey, it's almost time for Christmas and the holidays, and in honor of that, Frank, we're going to be talking about Santa's Naughty or Nice Investment Guide on today's show. So a little bit of a festive episode sure. today. We're going to sift through a sleigh full of financial products and strategies and find out which ones deserve a spot in your financial stocking this year and which ones would be the proverbial lumps of coal, right. Frank. So right. All right. This should be fun. We'll see what makes the Naughty or Nice list coming up. Welcome to the Time Blueprint with Frank Oliver of Oliver Asset Management. Here we break down taxes, income, money, and estate planning, giving you the tools to make informed financial decisions and aim for better retirement outcomes. Your host is financial advisor Frank Oliver, the president and founder of Oliver Asset Management. He's the author of Your Time Is Now, sharing the essentials you need to know to craft a comprehensive and customized retirement plan. Dive in with us as we offer clear strategies and straightforward advice, all designed to empower you in your financial journey. Welcome to the Time Blueprint. Frank, I feel like we should have like worn a Santa and an elf outfit. I do on too. Today's I do show. Too. I was going to suggest it, but since this is your show, I figured you'd be Santa. You get some decorations in the back end. Go grab a wreath real quick. Well, I didn't. Right. Really wa- I didn't really want to be the elf if we were going to do the elf Santa. You want to be the reindeer, up, don't so. you? I'd rather that than the I, elf. I, I don't, don't want to be an elf either. <laughs> <laughs> if I keep eating like I am. I could be Santa next year. There you go. That That's right. Away, we can right? easily accomplish that goal. <laughs> I love it. Um, although I would be the elf, uh, the, the movie elf, right? Like I would be the Will Ferrell elf like that well Farrell's just awesome that just seems right, fun. he's like, just funny he was yeah. having a good he's time a good as an dude, elf right yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um and if you can still land the girl like he did as an elf right you know, you're in pretty good shape right. so not not a bad deal yeah. all right well this is gonna be fun we're gonna go through this investment list and uh, strategy list see what's what's good what's bad what's on the naughty list what's a lump of coal all those kinds of parallels uh later we're gonna answer a question from david by the way in fort collins he's got some cds that he's wor- uh, wondering about they're maturing soon so just have some questions well, about not that the music cds not music Music CDs, unfortunately, yeah, yeah. No. Thanks, CDs. that would be more fun to talk about, probably. But you could put those in a stocking. We could. You could put CDs in a stocking. Yes, music we CDs. Can do music right. CDs. Those yeah. would be on the. Good what do you think list. they'd really have? Bank CD or music CD? Well, I'll, if, if I'm not even funding the bank CD, I'll take a CD in my stocking. Today, I think I'd have a CD. Yeah. yeah. Three years ago, I think I'd rather have the music CD. That's a good point. Versus the bank CD. Yeah. 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 You're right. Because right. yeah, I would be earning a whole right. lot That's a few right. years ago. Well, let's just dive in and, and get started there. So you already teased us with the CD example. That right. was a perfect icebreaker to get us going. So you'd put that in your stocking. Uh, what else? Just take us through. You, you do get to be Santa today, despite no red suit. All right. So. Um, well, I do have uh, sugar schools on the inside. Sugar right, schools. that okay, yeah. Is this nice. festive at all? A little bit? Uh, maybe. There's some color in there. I'm sure. Right. We'll absolutely. Yeah. There's yeah. a little red and green going on in my jacket. That's right. So, so naughty seed, uh, naughty CDs, or <laughs> nice CDs, <laughs> naughty investments, or nice investments. Is that, uh, um, you know, that that's a tough one, Walter. To be quite honest, because. Um, you know, I, I don't know if there's any on here that I would consider putting in somebody's stocking if they're naughty, except for possibly crypto. Okay. Uh, right? <laughs> <laughs> that may be one that I would put in somebody's stocking if they're naughty. Uh, but crypto's had some good runs as well. So I guess it just depends on the timing, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think that should be our disclaimer at the beginning of this conversation is... 
there's an element of it depends to all of these. Absolutely, right? on all of these, yeah. So there yeah. could be a lot of you out there for whom one of these things does make sense, and then there could be sure. somebody that it doesn't make sense for that has just a different situation than you. Right. So we'll take that into account with a grain of salt here, but maybe just in broad general terms, what would make your what would make it into someone's stocking and what would maybe be a bad thing to find in there. We do have the Wolf of Wall Street investment on here. Okay. Did you ever see the Wolf of Wall yeah, Street? Yes. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yep. The penny stocks? Oh, the penny stocks. The penny That's stocks, right. yep. That's, That's right. what he started selling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So I guess, you know, maybe the Wolf of Wall Street's penny stocks could be uh, the naughty person's gift in the okay. stocking. Yep. So that would be a yep. lump of coal. Now, it why would, be would that be? If, if our audience is someone who is approaching retirement or concerned about retirement and planning mm-hmm. for it, why would a penny stock be uh, equivalent to a lump of coal for them? They're very, very, um, very, very high risk for one, and two, just a quality is not there. It's just not a quality investment. You know, okay. um, if somebody wants to dabble in penny stocks, I think that would be like putting a lump of coal in your stocking. To be quite honest, okay. it's definitely not something that we're going to put in the nice person stocking. Yeah, you know, when we're trying to build a retirement portfolio that's got some discipline to it. So, yeah, and you know, and again, you know, full transparency on the crypto, it's had some really good runs, but. Um, that's not something that I would put in a nice person's stocking either. Yeah. Uh, just because I don't think the discipline is there, you know, with mm-hmm. that uh, with that asset class just we're, yet. We're talking about people's life savings, right? right? We're not talking about fun money on the side. Hey, I have 10K that I just want to have fun with, and if that's I lose exactly it right. tomorrow, no big deal. That's exactly right. Yeah. Crypto and uh, and and penny stocks penny for the purposes stocks. of this conversation. Those are lumps. Those, of that's coal. a lump of coal right there for okay. sure. Yeah. What else you got um, in the stocking? Um, I don't know. Do we want to go naughty again, or do we want to go nice? Maybe we should mix it up. Yeah, let's mix bit, it up. Right? Go, go with a nice up, one, right? sure. Um, well, I mean, it's tough to go wrong with the S&P 500 index on, in the ETF, for sure. Okay. Good low-cost so ETF there. what that there. would be for people who may not know. That's a, yeah, that brings up a good point. So the S&P 500 index ETF is basically the, the S&P 500 in an exchange-traded fund. So okay. um, most people don't realize this, but currently the S&P 500 actually has, I believe, 505 different companies in it. They should okay. call it the S&P 505, right? Wait, it's, it's, like all the, cool. it's like all the football conferences, right? The Big Ten's no longer 10 and the Big <laughs> right. 12 isn't anymore. Right, exactly. Anymore. Yeah, it's almost like an IRS date, 59 and a half, 64 right. and a half right. for right. Medicare, right? So the S&P 500 is the gold standard in indexes. Um, Warren Buffett would agree that um, it's a gold standard. And he's actually got a bet with several different money managers out there that they can't consistently outperform the S&P 500. And okay. he's thrown down a million-dollar bet. I don't, oh, think any, I don't think anybody's taking him up on it yet. That's, how about so, that? That's yeah, pretty it's cool. a tough one to beat. It's a little risky, so it, it could it can have a little coal influence okay. there from so time how, to time. If, if somebody's stocking is their financial plan, how right. would you use a product like that as part of a plan? Just as maybe uh, an It example. would be a blend. Okay. It would be a blend. Yeah, I think you definitely need a component of, of that, uh, that nice stocking in there as well. Um, but if somebody's retiring and... In uh, five years or less, you know, especially twelve months or less, you don't you do not want too much weight in the S and P five hundred. It okay. just it's too risky, okay. you know. So it's an element of coal and an element of nice in that one mm-hmm. as well, sure. you know. So yeah. okay. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. All right. And you got another nice one or a naughty one for us? Uh, well, I'll go with another nice one. Okay. Why do, what, can we be nice today? We can. We can do all nice if you <laughs> want can. to. You're um, Santa. You get to choose. I, I can do whatever I want, right? <laughs> so, um, we were talking about rental properties earlier, right? That's right. Yes. Yeah. So all fair. We, we were doing I think rental properties bit. could be either one. For me, rental properties would be, if somebody's going to give me a rental property, that would be a lump of coal. Okay. Yeah. I. Uh, I, I, I <laughs> the, bur- the burden of it would I be- I think, it, yeah, yeah. I've-, I've I've had rental properties in the past, and and I don't um, the tenants. I don't play well with tenants. I okay. don't think. Yeah, some people are very good at handling tenants. I'm not. Yeah. You know? What do you find hard about it? Out of curiosity. 
Oh, I, I just think they take advantage of you a little bit. Um, I don't yeah. think they care. You know, my problem was, here's my problem. Our last rental house was my personal residence and we bought another house. Okay. And so we rented out my personal residence. Now, your personal residence that you've lived at for 15 years, mm. you got married there. You still had a little personal Yeah, yeah. and so yeah. when you went over there and the trees were dying and the grass was dying yeah. and, you know, there were holes in the walls, it uh, it was a little bit of a turnoff. And these, mm. this was a pretty good family at one point, I thought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, I think that's the thing with rental property. I mean, I, I feel like my wife and I are really good. Uh, I'll pick on myself here. Like sure. my wife and I are, are sure. pretty good folks and yeah. we like to really make sure that we're taking care of the times that we We've rented. We've tried to take really good care sure. of the properties. But, you know, we had aging dogs uh, at our last rental property. And, sure. you know, like that it happens. That was an issue. Yeah. When we then moved out, it the, just, the carpets were destroyed. Right. Like it is what it is. Exactly. And but and that's even someone trying to treat your house nice. Right. And, right. So it happens, you know. Yeah. Some people are just better at, at that than I am if. Uh, so if it's a skill that someone has, maybe they've done rental properties before and they've done mm. it successfully. Is there any problem for that still being kind of you know, a part I, of their stocking? No, I, I think uh, I think there's a lot of good with rental properties as well. I think it does go in the nice stocking. Um, rental properties are a fantastic investment. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can handle the tenants and you find some really quality tenants, yeah, um, rental properties are fine. Um, but if someone like me who's never been a landlord came to you at retirement and said, mm-hmm. "Hey, as part of my retirement strategy, I also I was thinking of cool. doing some Airbnbs and some short-term rental properties." Well, or the Airbnb is is a little bit different, stri- you know, strategy today. So you got the Airbnbs and you got the verbos, right? Okay. And I mean, they, they lease it for you. They collect for you. They take their cut out of it and send you a check. Yeah. Um, if the tenant um, damages your property on these short-term rentals, uh, they're actually kicked out of Airbnb and Verbo and they can never rent so from those companies again. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So that, that holds them accountable and keeps them, you know, a little bit more down the straight and narrow, yeah. you know? Um, I think the nice thing about a rental property is that somebody else is buying your investment. Okay. That's probably the strongest part about rental properties. Sure. You know, if you're going to go buy a two, three, four, five hundred thousand dollar rental house, hear the term five hundred thousand dollar rental house. No, <laughs> I that's know, true. Right? I know. I, I've looked at rental property in Estes Park just for fun, sure. and it, it's a lot for a studio, yeah. or a one bedroom yeah. place. I, I mean, know. Yeah, I know. It drives I know. you. It drives the mind a little <laughs> wild these days to think that's about exactly that. Exactly right. But you get you get the income coming off of the uh, you know the cash flow coming off the yeah. rental if you purchase the place correctly. Um, and then the the rent buys your investment, so you get capital appreciation on the rental home, and somebody else is paying for it. Okay. So there's a lot of good perks. Yeah. Yep. But yep. for most people, it'd be like putting a lump of coal in. It, it's uh, got to be the right person for it to be really a benefit. You know, I, I have uh, we have hundreds and hundreds of clients, and I've just seen this more than not that when folks get into their 60s, mm. 70s, um, that rental or that real estate. Uh, investments that they've had or empire or whatever it is. I, I got yeah. clients that got, you know, eight, nine, 10, you know, 12, 15 properties. They all get to a point, a certain point of their retirement mm-hmm. where it's exhausting. They're ready you to know, liquidate it. They're ready to liquidate it. Um, the problem with liquidating rental properties is you have to pay capital gains tax yeah. on that, on that appreciation. Especially these days, how much it, appreciation people have probably had in those homes. In Colorado, are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah it's unbelievable. I mean, my first house was $86,500. I could drive you there right now, right here yeah. in Longmont. That house today is a half million dollar house. <laughs> Guarantee it. Insane, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And the problem with selling a rental property and recognizing those capital gains is that what if you don't need the full half a million dollars or whatever the property is worth? Right. You can't sell the bathroom. You can't sell the closet. Mm. You know, honey, let's go take a vacation. We only need 20 grand. Why don't we just shave off the closet? 
You can't do that. <laughs> can't do right? that right. <laughs> so you have to pay capital gains tax on the entire property, yeah. even if you only need $20,000. They should start assembling houses like that, though, right? Like <laughs> little know, compartments right? that then when you just, ah, we don't need that bedroom anymore, you could just get rid of it. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so you get <laughs> So you do get caught up in that, yeah. That is that like that the 3D construction? If yeah, they I get, think so. Yeah, yeah, just, just like maybe unzip part of your house or whatever. Unzip it and send it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe on Mars, that's how they'll build houses right, or something exactly. like that. Yeah, there's All good right. and bad. So, good breakdown, yep. I think, yeah. on rental properties. Yep. That's helpful. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. What else you got, Santa? Uh, let me see here. Roth IRAs would be the good part in the stocking. So I'll take Roth IRAs, Roth IRAs, Roth IRAs all yeah. day long. Tax-free growth, tax-free income, tax-free wealth transfer. Mm-hmm. Um, no government control over those funds after the five-year window has been satisfied. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's actually something, Santa, or you could actually gift someone a Roth IRA, right? Absolutely. Like a grandkid or a, a kid or something yeah. like that. You could and even, you're not gifting them taxes. You could literally do that. Absolutely. So. Yeah. You gift cool. an IRA, you're gifting money, but you're also gifting taxes. Right. So you've gifted not only... Your, your heirs, but you've also gifted the IRS when you yeah. gift an IRA because IRS is going to recognize some taxes off of that, right? Yeah. But not in a Roth. So Roth is uh, top of the list. Okay. Very Fill the good. stocking with Roth. We like that idea. That's right. Okay. That's right. Anything else going in this stocking? Uh, you know what? We got credit card on the list. What do you think of that one? All right. If you put a credit card in my stocking, um, are you paying the bill for it or will I get the bill? Well, that would be the gift, right? (laughs) (laughs) If I gave you a credit card and you had to pay the bill, I I would be bad Santa. That's a bad Santa. I would be bad Santa, Santa, right? I'm going to be good Santa. So I don't know. Maybe a credit card would be a nice gift, right? There you go. (laughs) I think some people would certainly take that. I would take it. I would say if, if you are paying the bill, credit card debt. Good Santa. Is is a bad thing, right? Credit card debt is a terrible thing. Yeah. Um, and if you have credit card debt, you have I mean, a lump just of goes coal in say, your stocking right now. If you have credit card debt, you definitely have a lump of coal in your stocking, especially with interest rates yeah. on the rise right now. So pay off that high interest debt. Get rid of that coal yeah. quick. Very good. Yep. All right. Any other uh, items that we either want to put in the stocking or keep out of the stocking? Um. I uh, I think everybody should have an HSA in their stocking. Okay, tell us about that. Huge. So an HSA is the strongest tax tool, in my opinion, that the IRS has ever created for you. Right. Okay, that's a pretty so, bold. I mean, that's you, you just say that very calmly, but that sounds like a very yeah, big. Yeah, it's statement. huge, and people don't <laughs> recognize this. They don't realize this. So um, on an HSA account, you get a tax deduction mm-hmm. when you contribute to the account. Correct. Right. Now, in addition to that, it's going to grow tax free. And you can use it down the road for qualified medical expenses and pull money out of that account tax-free. What other account do you get three tax benefits on? So that's even better than a Roth in some ways. So a Roth, you get tax-free growth and tax-free income, but you don't get a tax deduction when you put money into the Roth. 401k IRA, you get a tax deduction when you put it in, and it grows tax-deferred. But tax deferred is not tax free. That right. means you pay tax when you take it out. So you're yeah. always losing one or two of those tax benefits where the HSA has all three tax benefits tax deduction, um, and then tax free growth, and okay. tax free when you pull it out for qualified medical expenses. And they've recently just changed that rule where you can actually, um, at a certain age, turn that HSA into an IRA as well. Okay. You still pay taxes, but you avoid penalties on it. Okay. Um, one big thing with an HSA that a lot of people do not take advantage of is they don't invest it and they don't let it grow. Okay. So they just treat it more like cash. Right. Okay. Right. That's exactly right. And so you're only taxed on what? 
growth, mm-hmm. right? We were just talking about the sale of a rental property, right? right. Your, your only reason you're paying capital gains tax is because it grew. The government wants some tax revenue off of that growth, right? Right. So if your HSA doesn't grow because it stays in cash- Then what's the point? You're getting a tax deduction as your benefit, but there's no tax-free growth. Right. Right? It's just like putting money into the account and taking it back out. You're not getting okay. that, that tax benefit. Plus, a lot of folks will use them, you know, in their earlier years, in their younger years, you know, such as yourself. Yeah. And they need a pair of glasses. They'll put money in the HSA. Next week, they go down. They get themselves some Ray-Bans, right? Right, right. right. Check out of their HSA account. It's almost like free money, right? Yeah. It's like they're not spending their own money. Pull it right back out and, and buy those Ray-Bans, right? Well, you could probably buy the Ray-Bans yourself. Mm-hmm. When are you going to need health care money? Are you going to need it in, in your 40s, in your 50s, or are you going to need it when you're in your 70s? Yeah. Yeah. So Turn that it, HSA. Let it build, let it grow over time, and then use it for those medical benefits down the line yeah, where, it's when gonna, you've had all that growth happen. Yeah. It's going to compound okay. and grow just like anything else, right? So, you yeah. know, you contribute your, you know, you contribute a little over $7,000 a year now for so a very couple. this is not couple. something that you lose at the end of the year. No. You're keeping no. this for, That's right. for a long That's period right. of time. That's exactly right. So that'd be a lot different than like an FSA, right? Where yes, a l- little bit different how yes. that operates. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We don't yep. have to go full, all the way down that nope. line. Today. If you don't use this, you don't lose it. It'll always be there for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Well, thank you, Santa. Good list. Glad thank we, you, Elf. I think we covered a good amount. Yeah, That's yeah, enough to absolutely. put in your stocking. We don't want to get greedy and just yeah, you know, right. totally fill them up. <laughs> They'll be so. knocking on my door for credit cards. That's right. <laughs> That's right. No, no, you're paying for your own credit cards. Great. Uh, thanks for walking us through that and sure. uh, just a little bit of fun on today's show. So if you need help determining what's a nice item, what's a, what's a naughty item that might be in your portfolio? A lot of people are surprised to see what's in their portfolio. Is it really working for you? Is it something you right. should get rid of? Get out of that stocking, so to speak. Um, you need to go through an analysis of your situation and see what your goal are and figure all that out. You can do that with Frank and the team by going through the time blueprint planning process. You can actually schedule a free strategy session right now from your smartphone or computer. You can go to oliverassetmanagement.com and find uh, time that works for you and go ahead and sign up for that. Or you can call 720-897-TIME and all that contact info is in the description of today's show. So check that out for sure. All right, Frank, time to get to know you a little bit better. All right, buddy. Let's do it. All right, Frank, my question for you on this week's show. If you could have any exotic animal as a pet, which would it be? That's a good question. And and, and exotic can be a very loose. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever's just not a dog or a cat, pretty much. So, you know the actor Clint Eastwood, right? Yes, of course. You ever seen the movie uh, Any Which Way But Loose? No. Any which way but loose. No, You've never seen that movie? I've never seen that movie. Am I dating myself? Should I add that to my list? you got to write that down, okay. Walter. Any which way but loose. Any which way but loose. It's pretty okay. much what put Clint Eastwood in Hollywood. That's okay. what made him who he is today, right? I shouldn't say that, but it was it was his start of fame. A good a good one. Yeah, Clint Eastwood in Any Which Way But Loose had a monkey. A monkey. He's his okay. best friend, Yeah. Took that monkey everywhere, cruised it down the street, went on walks with it. It does seem pretty cool. It to was have a monkey, like a monkey yeah. hanging out with you. Yeah, be cool. I'd like to have a monkey. Like, just picture we're doing the show right now, and there's just like a monkey kind of monkey doing hanging this out, thing, chilling hanging with out. us, right? Yeah. Now you remember a few years ago that lady got attacked by her pet monkey, though. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's actually, I have a story about a monkey for you and about an attack. Okay. My mom was bitten by a monkey growing up. 
No way. Mm-hmm. In New Jersey, uh, her neighbor had a monkey. They lived on like a farm in New Jersey, which a lot of people <laughs> think New Jersey wouldn't have farms. But right. it, it, they lived in a big horse horse farm area. Yeah. Anyway, neighbor had a monkey, and uh, yeah, it bit my mom one day. Ow. Yeah, and that she still has the scar, believe it or not, all these years later. Really? The, that was a mad monkey. It ended up turning into this big thing. This monkey actually ended up getting shot because it was – the way the story goes is it was making an aggressive beeline toward an infant in a stroller. Really? And the husband of this couple who had the infant felt threatened by the monkey and shot it and killed it. It ended up going to court. My mom ended up having to testify about the monkey previously having bitten her that established like a pattern of this monkey's aggressive right? behavior. So yeah, like- that's a, that's a mad monkey. It's that's a an thing. angry monkey right there. It's an angry monkey. Yeah. Yeah. Do not want to put that in the stocking. No. No, that's <laughs> right. Keep that out of your mad, stocking. No, no mad monkeys. monkey in the stocking, right? <laughs> that might give somebody a heart attack, right? Ah, it's like, monkey yeah. comes out, so. They seem so cute though. They do. They do. Right. Yeah. It's so like us. A nice monkey. Right. It's not a mad monkey. That's right. That's what we want. Right. So, yeah. There you go. Um, I think a monkey would be pretty cool. Monkey I would go would for that. Cool. Yeah. I, I think a penguin a nice would be pretty awesome to have. I mean, they're just kind of cute. Yeah. They're just funny to look yeah. at. And they seem relatively low maintenance. Just I agree. Throw them a piece of fish every once in a while. And yeah. will <laughs> be happy. <laughs> sushi. Right? Yeah. Not my sushi, yeah. though. That's right. right. That's right. I really want a donkey. It's not really an exotic animal. Okay. Well, you've yeah. got the land for it. We do got the land. Okay. We got some friends that have some donkeys. Would you do something with the donkey? Just kind of hang out with just it. Just to hang out. Yeah. Just to have just an animal. Just chill out with the donkey. Yeah. Maybe walk it up another road. Is it like a little lower maintenance than a horse? They're just a so friendly. Okay. Have you ever, ever hung around a donkey? You should. I guess not a lot. No. No, I haven't no. either until just <laughs> recently. <laughs> Have you so, ever hung around a donkey? You know, Let me think. <laughs> You're in Colorado now, Walter. <laughs> right? Everybody's got donkeys that live on a mountain, right? That's right. Yeah. So I got a friend that lives on the country, and they have recently just started a donkey farm. Okay. And so we thought we'd go by and check out their donkeys. Wow. Really just wanted to see my buddy, but I thought the donkey thing was kind of interesting, yeah, and well, I just wanted to hang out. out with the donkeys a little bit. Uh-huh. We go in there. The donkeys are the friendliest animal I've ever really? met in my How life. About that? That's Come cool. right up to you, put their head on your shoulder. Just okay. yeah, yeah. That's neat. it's a lovely creature. Um, we have never would have imagined. We have some friends who used to own a whole bunch of uh, alpacas and llamas, so they had like an alpaca llama farm for a little while. Mm. So, but those yeah. can spit. I was just going to say that, yeah. but I didn't know if that was proper on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think we can get I've away got with spit that. on by a llama. Have once. you? Okay. I, yeah. Oof. Not fun. Yeah, not a big fan of the llamas. No. Yeah. I th- it seems like alpacas are more. More like the donkeys? I a think so. more chill? Yeah, 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 yeah. Plus, I think the donkey would get along really good with our horses. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Well, Can't convince my wife. Tune but. back in next year. Maybe we'll go out to the farm and do <laughs> right? a live yeah, show and see how many animals Frank has accumulated <laughs> at this point. Cast, yeah. we, we might be getting into uh, this like hidden desire. Right? If flying doesn't work out for you, maybe right, raising, right. Can we throw raising donkeys. Goat, can we throw some goats out there? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. Good. Love it. We've got an exotic animal farm coming to Longmont. Uh, Frank's going to run it. All right, let's get to know one of our listeners a little bit better. We are going to open up the mailbag for a question from David coming up next. All right, so David is in Fort Collins and says, I have a few CDs that will be maturing in the next year. Not music CDs, but financial CDs. No Led Zeppelin? No Led Zeppelin. He's not maturing with Led Zeppelin. Um, I'm worried about what the market will do, so should I just reinvest in more CDs once they mature? David, great question. Um, Hope Fort Collins is treating you good, one of my favorite cities. Um, I think it depends on what your other investments are, you know, where your assets are held. 
Um, if all you have is CDs, I think it's probably fine to take on some market risk. Um, CDs right now are earning more than we've you know uh, seen a CD earn in ten or fifteen years. Yeah. So I, I think it's a better alternative than we've seen in the past. But I don't think you should be so fearful of the market that you have a hundred percent of your assets in CDs or similar products like or, a CD. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean to. You know, you got to look at it at a bucket list. You know, what do I need in cash in six to 12 months? Mm -hmm. What do I need income for three to five years if I'm retired? And how much do I want in a growth position? And honestly, um, with the higher interest rates, it's created some pretty good opportunities in the market where there are market-based products that will give you market-based returns when this market turns. And it will turn again, right? It'll turn for the positive again. Um, But it still gives you principal protection. So you may not get the guaranteed rates of the CD at five, five and a half percent or whatever they're performing at currently, which is right around that range. But they do give you the opportunity to earn double digit returns when that market recovers. So I think a blend. I don't think that we should be too fearful of the markets um, because over the long term, the markets do good. But money that you need safe that's, you know, to add some balance to your portfolio that you may need access to in six to 12 months, the CD would be fine for that. Very good. Great question, David. Thanks for sending that one in. It does sound like one of those ones where you really just need to come in and have a broader conversation. Um, A lot of these that are, if your sentence is one question, or if your question is one sentence or two sentences, um, there's probably going to just need to be some more information about what's the rest of your financial situation look like to answer these things with full intelligence. So good news, David, is it's very easy to come in and have that conversation. You can go through the time blueprint planning process. All you have to do to schedule that time to visit, it's a free strategy session with Frank and the team at Oliver Asset Management. The website is oliverassetmanagement.com, or you can call 720-897-TIME. That's 720-897-TIME. When you come in, you'll also get to pick up a copy of Frank's book, Your Time Is Now. It'll walk you through navigating taxes, income, money, and estate planning. For those of you on YouTube, there's the book right there. You can see it. Um, Very easy to get a copy of that book when you come in as well. So get the free book, free strategy session. Just book that time with a Frank and the team. Frank, that'll do it for today's podcast. Thanks for Thanks, joining Walter. us. You yeah. bet, buddy. See you next time. Take care. Thanks Bye. for joining us. We'll see everybody next time right back here on the Time Blueprint. Thank you. Advisory services offered through Creative One Wealth, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Creative One Wealth, LLC, and Oliver Asset Management are unaffiliated entities. Licensed insurance professional. Respond and learn how financial products, including life insurance and annuities, can be used in various planning strategies for retirement. The information contained herein is based on our understanding of current tax law. The tax and legislative information may be subject to change and different interpretations. We recommend that you seek professional tax advice for applicability to your personal situation.